this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain... You'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about 49 memories collectively. We're going to try. No, we're going to get there. We're going to get there? Yeah. All we right. got gin. We can do this. We do have gin. We have fancy gin from Britain. Yeah. That's your part now. So, yes. Yeah, so sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. It's our 50th episode spectacular. It is our 50th episode. Aaron, we've recorded 50 episodes. This is a very momentous and strange moment. I'm it really is. Happy. I can't believe we got to 50 episodes, Aaron. We have we have slogged through and we have... No, this isn't a slog. Okay, it's not a slog. It's more... Don't use the word slog. Okay. We have, uh, we have successfully met up to like frequently enough before we had the bi-weekly wait, schedule. Wait, wait, stop, stop. Before we go any further, I have a bell. Here's what it sounds like. That is going to ring out every time that we come up with a memory. I want to I make sure that this actually shows up on the audio, so I'm going to ring it one more time. Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. And then I'm going to mute the bell after a while because otherwise it'll ring out uh, a little long. And that yeah. might get a little frustrating for some people. Um, but the the one thing I wanted to start out with is uh, we, we oh, just a few months ago, have finally set a like biweekly recording date to make sure that we weren't scrambling to get content out That's at the true. last minute. So that is number one. Um. I also like to think back because we have three episodes in a can that are our trial episodes. Well, yeah, and so technically we're actually on episode number fifty-three. But this is like those were definitely like, we swore on those episodes. Oh, we swore a lot on those episodes, and yeah, we also we like we hadn't found our voices yet. No, we hadn't. We were using the original mics. We were, and we were still kind of struggling to have the conversation feel like a conversation rather than just being in a room oh, talking think, into yeah. microphones. So, I think that's when you and I used our NPR voices. That's when we talked to each other. That was like so when we this. had when we had the original set uh, set of microphones. And by the way, if this is your first time uh, listening to us, welcome. Um, but also go back to episode one, and you will get to hear me um, a little bit more focused and very. I, I said wonderful way too much. This that, is wonderful. Yeah, that was my thing. So there's another one. So I said, uh, like, I had to lean really far into the mic to get the correct volume because it was a very tight pattern and I couldn't be very far away from it. And neither could Andrea. No. So we were both just kind of hunched over a little table. And I was just like, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah. and that that sounds wonderful. Like, and now guess... we have these nice mics where we actually have freedom of movement. Mm -hmm. I can back off of the microphone and you can actually still hear me, even though I sound a little more distant. Yeah, and we can, we can move from side to side because, uh, again, we were so locked in with those 
those mics that we had to be in a very specific spot. And if you moved at all, it just dropped to almost nothing. The other thing, we're not actually going to keep track of the numbers of memories we've had. Uh, we're just going to ding. We're just going to ding whenever we have one. So ding for old mics. Um, I also remember uh, that we had a different soundboard when we started. We did. You still own that, but I yeah. was uh, I was lucky enough to get a little bit of extra money, uh, and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with that money, and I'm like, you know what? I can get a new soundboard, and I can get some condenser mics, and that will really help uh, the podcast, and I think that it has helped the way we sound a lot. Yeah, I think so, too. So, uh, what are we drinking today? We are drinking a gin and tonic that you so uh, thankfully made for us, and we are drinking with Chase Gin. That's um, true. This is an extra dry gin from Great Britain. It comes in this great tin can or tin box, um, which the, we the can't tin really has hear. stuff on. Like it's like a coaster. Oh my goodness! It's uh, it's oh it's like uh, it's textured. It says perfectly served uh, gin and tonic on ice with a slice of ginger. Except we used lime. We did. We or did heathens. use lime. Well, and lime is tasty. And ha ooh, this is a really thick little booklet. Yeah, it comes with like a booklet. Oh my goodness! So it's their uh, their field to bottled spirits. Uh, it's in a nice tin box, and then it's a nice green uh, glass. Oh, it's got kind of the juniper um, leaves or sprigs um, with juniper berries on it. And then I really like the label on this. It's from Herefordshire. 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 Uh, I do love the uh, the bow tie that says mm -hmm. Great Chase on it, uh, and it is uh, the Union Jack on a bow tie. So, uh, gin and tonic with lime made with the Chase gin from Great Britain. Yep. Uh, so, this is uh, duty-free gin. So kindly brought back from London or Britain in general. I actually from... haven't looked at this book yeah, yet. Yeah, look at the book. Um, but, oh, it, so... it has, uh, it says, why chase? Well, we grow British potatoes, which we distill into chase vodka. Then we uh, blend or redistill a range of spirits, including chase GB gin. Our family has a passion for farming, and we distill from scratch, taking 250 glorious Herefordshire potatoes to make every bottle. And then so a whole bunch of other stuff. Basically, it has like recipes and all kinds of things, except that the recipes are not just for the gin. Um, I think that's just a book they put in with all of the Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. I want to put it back in. I will, I will reopen the box. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's... Um, this is making me think, because uh, I remember the, uh, the Mezcal? Yes. I loved, uh, I loved how smoky that was. Oh yeah! I, it really surprised me because I'd never, I'd never had mezcal in general before that. Right, episode. that was your introduction to that mezcal. Was, that was my absolute introduction to mezcal. I'd had, you know, I've had a lot of tequilas, um, but, but it's the whiskey of tequila. It is the whiskey of tequila. It is, it is the whiskey of the kind of southern portion of North America mm -hmm. in Latin America as, as a portion of the world. Um, at least as far as I can tell. Yeah, and like if you ever go to a a bar, like a, a like a Mexican restaurant or a Spanish restaurant, and you want to have a, a drink, and you're not a tequila drinker, chances are they have mezcal, yeah. and a mezcalita is a great mm -hmm. take on a margarita, except it's got a little bit of that smoky flavor to it. Mm -hmm. It's. Man, it, the nice thing that we've I'm glad we decided to do this memories episode because that was what I drank in Mexico mm -hmm. um, it's also so um, last episode we recorded um, 
the last episode that you heard is not the last episode we recorded, but that's okay. Um, recently, I finally... Spoil the magic. Yeah, that's okay. I finally brought the Stein that I purchased and posted on Facebook um, when I was on my vacation and when I went to Disney. So boom. Um, but I got to drink out of that for the first time when we had our Tin Whiskers episode. And it was really nice because the, uh, the, the can had been nice and chilled. And that stone mug, that tiny little stone mug, uh, was just ever so so chilly uh, and kept it at a consistent temperature uh, while we kind of sat here recording. And it was, it was wonderful. Unfortunately, I did not thoroughly enjoy the beer, but it was tasty at the beginning. I actually kind of bet... Like when I was when I was picking that beer out, I I sort of bet that you would like it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, because it um in past experience you had liked sort of the candy beers, mm-hmm. and so I I sort of thought that might be a beer you would like. The thing is, I really enjoyed the first half of every sip I took. Right. It was once the rest of the beer came and hit the back palate that I was like, uh, I can't. Mm-hmm. Which is sad to me, in a way, uh, because I did like I really thoroughly enjoyed the the chocolatey, um, the, minty uh, bit. The beers, the past beer you liked. Mm. Yes, we've had several actually. Uh, we can go back all the way to the Rogue, right? The uh, yes. the Hazelutely Chocolate Fabulous, right? Um, which was the first uh, the first beer in my life that I've been able to drink when I wasn't already blitzed. Like mm-hmm. I like I've drank I've drank a lot of beer I've tasted a lot of beer uh, but most of the beers that I would would end up drinking at you know at the time when I was just already blitzed from a night out uh, it's like it was like PBRs that I got tossed right. or it was like a bush light because it basically tasted like water at that point it's like I've been drinking a lot of uh, like really heavy whiskey drinks and it's like ah it's, yeah. it's just going down like water. Um, but yeah, the cho- the hazelutly chocolate chocolate fabulous. I can't say it, but it was <laughs> you did tasty. Get it out the first time. I did. I got it out the first time. But it it was super wonderful. And I, you know, if it wasn't a limited release, I'd probably go back and find well, some it more. It is uh, about this time of year, so they that might have reissued it. Um, but then you know, even with uh, the the uh, the Brewers Reserve Dark Father mm-hmm. that we had from Bent recently, and that there we go, there was a better ding. Um, that one. That one surprised me, and I like I I didn't know going into it that it was a nitro until we kind of had a little bit more time to to talk about it. Um, but all in all, that was that was delicious. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, if I remember correctly, I don't think that I could sit and drink like a full pint no. of it. But the taster was good, and I could probably do like a double taster well, size, right. like a lowball glass. Well, maybe. and like um, that one's one of those ones they serve in an actual like. Uh, it's you like know, a three ounce or four ounce, like a four ounce taster. Glass. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Well, um, actually, I think it's an eight ounce. Gosh, I just well actually to you. That's okay. That's Feel okay bad for that. I am pretty sure that it is a four ounce though, based on like how narrow it was. Oh, how tall. oh, you mean like in the taster? The taster. Itself. I was I was talking about like in when you actually order it for for oh, real. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it comes in pints. We didn't. It really doesn't. Get there. They don't do those in pints. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's usually served in like a goblet. Oh, okay. But either way, it was super tasty, and I enjoyed it. Um, and you know, we we've had how does it is it is it four or five now that I enjoyed because because te- uh, technically I, I think, think I'm counting number five, five as that now. nitro that I yeah. that I drank several sips of at the af- state fair at the state fair after I drank that uh, weird birthday cake ale thing. Yep, let's do it. 
that was a moment in time which did we ever post the video of that i don't think we did we should like we should do that as like random did we post a video did we take a video i thought we only recorded the audio uh my wife took a video i don't oh. know if i ever got it from her so oh, okay I'll, I'll see if i can put that up as like a throwback thursday on facebook mm-hmm. sometime soon um but <laughs> It's the face that I make is the face that I make every time. So once you can see that face, you will be able to more accurately picture uh, my face of not pleasant moment when I drink a beer that I don't like. I um one of my actually one of my favorite uh, my favorite memories of the podcast is the moment that we invented the phrase the carb, the carb donation to your belly. Yeah, the carb donation to your belly. And that came about when we were doing the, was it the Hilo Diner episode? Yeah, it was around the Hilo Diner oh, yeah, episode. Yeah, it was around that time. Because we did, uh, that was one of our first days where we went out to several different places. Mm-hmm. We did Merlin's Rest that day, oh, and we Merlin's. did Lawless. So we're just going to do three for all Hilo, Lawless, and uh, and Merlin's Rest. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I mean, we got some really good content out of that. I really... You remember the uh, the butterfly from Lawless? Oh yeah, the guy just the the the, the <laughs> he just sets on the table and says, "Don't don't worry about this." <laughs> like, what is that? He's like, nah, 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 "Don't worry nah, about nah, it." Don't worry about it. And then he just takes off. <laughs> we're like, ah, and then it's like it was the beach party in the middle of what in the middle of winter. Um, but Merlin's rest was super fun. We need to go back there again soon, anyway, mm-hmm. because I I'm actually surprised with how much we used to end up there that I haven't made more of an effort to go recently. I also haven't I've been back. Well, you have. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been leaving the house a lot because I had a lot of home projects to you get did. done. You had to get your bathroom redone. We had the bathroom. We, the, so, you know, I'm not going to ring the bell because it's not a podcast memory, but I had it. We did um, in 2019, we remodeled our kitchen, got married and redid our bathroom. Yep. And, and um, I remember you getting married because I was on the couch <laughs> when you got married because I had to get knee surgery. And luckily, there is a lot of photos of a photo of you because uh, I still have that uh, that like big canvas photo of yes. you that got passed around the wedding, got carried down the aisle uh, by great. by some of the other uh, you know like attendees or attendants because uh, it's like grooms people and and brides people. Um, and <laughs> they didn't explain it to anybody. No. So I don't know if I've given you the full rundown on this and I haven't talked about it, but so on the podcast, we'll mention this. So during my wedding, we have this moment where, you know, at any wedding, you know, the groom comes down uh, or, you know, one of the people comes down first and then you have the, 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 the groom's people and the, and the bride's people, or, you know, the kind of uh, the people that are just the going people, to stand like with the attendants at the, the wedding. attendees slash yeah. witnesses slash good friends that you want to have standing by your side at a moment. Your people moment. at arms. Exactly. Let's go with people at arms. People at arms. That's awesome. Let's go with that. That is the new the new way we refer to people that are standing next to you the at a wedding. People at the arms. people at arms. That way we can have the gen the gender neutral term. Exactly. People at arms. So anyways, uh, some of our people at arms were carrying a large canvas print of a photo of Andrea uh, that I had made because uh, we had discussed that she she had you had surgery the day before my wedding. Yes. And we're not going to be able to stand with me as a person at arms and so in the middle of the ceremony uh in comes uh it was uh i think it was brian who was holding it 
Um, and either way, it was some of our friends, uh, and it coming down half the people that were there immediately started laughing because they were our friends who knew both of us and knew what was going on. And then the rest of like mine and my wife's families were just like, did someone die? Why is everyone <laughs> laughing? Why is everyone laughing? That's, did, I'm hoping somebody didn't die. And that's why people are laughing. And I had to explain it to so many people for the rest of the day where it's like, what's with the photo? It's like, it's my friend. It's my podcast partner. She's not able to be here today, but, you know, we wanted to have her here in spirit. And they're like, oh, that's so much better. We thought someone died. Yep. And then um, all through the all all through the time that they're passing around uh, the picture, like after they get married with the people at arms, uh, they're passing around the picture of me and taking candid photos and selfies yep. of it. So I just start taking selfies of myself <laughs> sending them popped to up us. on painkillers <laughs> on the couch, um, on the Wicked. couch with Wicked. And like, like me eating like, uh, like pizza rolls, and because my spouse had gone to the wedding, like so I was just alone. Yeah, so, so your spouse is at the wedding. Uh, there's there's videos, or there's photos of of him um, pretending to feed you cake, yep. and cupcakes. Uh, there's me feeding you tacos because we had a taco bar, and I think it was when I like somebody sent you the photo of me feeding your photo tacos, and then you sent me back like I got pizza rolls. <laughs> exactly we're gonna ring the bell for that one even though it's not Absolutely. podcast related but now it is there we go we yeah. created a new memory um but we've had we've had a lot of fun with this we've tasted a lot of beer we really we've have tasted, tasted a lot of we've tasted a lot of food and drinks too yeah. like the amount of drinks that you and i have made in the the journey of this podcast is astounding because we wouldn't mm -hmm. have discovered we actually wouldn't have discovered bubba's secret stills oh my god without this podcast which by the way i need to pick some up for the holiday yes um, you should because that, I mean, it already happened, obviously, but for next holiday, <laughs> uh, but no, I need to get preserve some. Preserve the, preserve the illusion. I just need to get some more um, to, to, to finish off all the eggnog. Yeah. Um, well, eggnog's probably still in stores, yes, Aaron. Yes, it is. Eggnog is wonderful. And with Bubba's Secret Stills, it's, it is the weirdest like it's not weird it's not it, it's it's weird in a great way i guess is yeah, the best is. way to say it but it's it's one of those things that we got that on a lark we were just at the well no it wasn't on the lark i was specifically looking for a liquor mm, that was mm -hmm. made in uh yeah it was made in the city that we were talking about it's been months it doesn't yeah. uh hold on hold on we got this i'm gonna pause i told you i was gonna pause um, I was looking for something that was made in Idaho. Yes, because it was part of our Hudson Hamburgers right. episode. Exactly. And this liquor is distilled there. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was. And so I, I was like, OK, I'm going to that's something we're going to pick up. Yeah, it was. So I guess on a lark, not entirely, but it was definitely we just we were we were looking specifically for something from that region. Yeah. And it, that was the first thing that was like, yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are actual distilleries in Idaho at this point. Mm -hmm. Likely, and that is not what everybody thinks of as an Idaho. Well, spirit, yeah, but. but it's it's more of a when we when we do these. Um, for those of you who don't, you know, haven't assumed it or kind of figured it out, we try to 
we try to not stick in a specific area all the time. Mm -hmm. And we also try to alternate beers versus ciders versus Versus spirits. spirits. And we We had done a bunch of beers. Yeah. We had done a bunch of beers and we had a lot of beers planned at that point Mm -hmm. as well. So we're like, we need to have some sort of spirit. We're doing this thing for Hudson hamburgers. It's in Idaho. We have to find something from Idaho. That was the first thing that I think both of us found that we're like, let's do this um, from Idaho. Exactly. And that is also there are there are these moments where we will like we'll have several ideas, but we don't know what we're going to drink. So we'll just go to a liquor store before the episode is is uh, being recorded and we'll spend 25, 30 minutes in the, in the liquor store just talking about like, yeah. well, this one comes from that same area, but this one's a porter. This one we did. We did a porter two weeks ago, so we need to do something else. How many IPAs have we done recently? Well, we did the, that's how we got the, um, the, not the purple one, but the blood, the orange one oh, um the uh, norseman the, yeah, the norseman, norseman orange liqueur orange liqueur uh-huh because mm-hmm. we were because uh, i wanted i actually wanted to try the the purple one but the purple rain yeah the purple rain from tattersall, from tattersall but uh you ended up we ended up picking i ended up talking you into the norseman orange liqueur instead. i'm so glad that you did yeah because i love the purple rain we have we have featured both of mm-hmm. them on this podcast um the the purple rain i find to be it's a little bit more complex go ahead um and i really enjoy it but there's more flavors going on so it it doesn't pair with as many things as mm-hmm. i was able to get the norseman to really kind of enhance yeah and the norseman orange liqueur is really an orange liquor it's it's like but it is so robust it's a high and it proof. pairs with so oh, many yeah. things and it what has such a great orange flavor mm-hmm. that it really just kind of enhances anything that it gets well, into well and i'm so happy that we came up we actually tried it as just like a, a soda addition mm-hmm. like when we we did like the orange liqueur as an addition to soda water mm-hmm. um because the idea of making your own like just taking a soda stream and making mm-hmm. your own like carbonated uh soda water yeah with a uh, with a little bit of it's like kind of liqueur. like a, it's kind of like our own hard seltzer at home yeah. I mean, that way you can have sort of a lower calorie um, mm-hmm. drink. I mean, it's it's still calorie impactful, but it's maybe it's probably like 100 calories. Yeah. And you can make a lot of it in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. too. Exactly. Um, and you can also kind of pair it out where it's just you pour a little Norseman in your glass and then pour the seltzer in. And it's right. kind of, uh, you know, just a nice little moment. And, you you know, you can portion out how much you want, how little you want. Um I like those. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I like that this has forced us to think a little bit more outside the box of what our normal things are. Um, and that, and shout out to uh, How to Drink, because I just keep watching that show on YouTube, and it, everything he does is amazing. Yeah. And I need to get you watching it more frequently. Well, I mean, he did clap us back. He liked did he? our Yeah, he liked yes. our uh, tweet. Um, Thank you I, for I, paying attention to yeah, that, Andrea. I, um, I tweeted at him uh, when we were talking about our, because we mentioned him on our episode, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, I'm going to tweet at him, and he tweet, he liked our tweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the uh, the cinnamon spice cookie. Oh, yes. The spice cookie. Yeah. That was, I, th- I think that was the first hot beverage that we did. Yeah, that was did. the first right. hot beverage that we did. And the fact that we didn't have quite the right ingredients because we didn't have gold, gold soccer for mm-hmm. it. Um, 
ended up actually creating a really nice, like, warm beverage. Well, and we've ended up doing that again with, uh, like, the take on, uh, like, our take on a zombie. Yeah, and, and, and also other... the shrunken skull. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the fact that we, we did, uh, we we called it... The, the scurvy skull. scurvy skull. Mm-hmm. When we added orange instead of the... Or, uh, we, no, we added, like, the the little bit of lem- or lime. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, it was, it was a lime flavor additive, not so much lime juice. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. we didn't have any limes. We didn't have any limes, so we added lime flavoring, and there was a little bit more grenadine in it. One thing that this show has caused me to do uh, is actually keep lemons, limes, and oranges in my house at all <laughs> times. And it's... Uh, it's one of those things that now You're welcome, when I'm, Aaron. Yeah, now when I'm out of limes, I'm just like, what? What do I do? Like, I feel so lost because it's just the, something that I need for so many. To be fair, things it's now. also made us keep lemons and or mm-hmm. not lemons, but limes at least mm-hmm. in our house. So we do usually have limes, and I do remember to add them to my list because mm-hmm. at the very least, we usually have limes. The problem is we also use them for cooking. Well, but the nice thing about just having limes on hand is it gives you the ability to use lime for uh-huh. a lot of things and if you if you haven't used lime in your bar in your bar ma- making and your like uh in your cooking mm-hmm. in general try it There's, seriously like there are so many things that just adding a like a small amount of lime juice or just squirting some lime citrus. juice over top citrus as a major flavor additive it is um an enhancer and it, you know it's it's kind of the thing it's like especially with with uh, kind of mexican latin american uh, cooking um Almost anything that you make, if you squirt some lime juice just over the top of it, it will make it taste that much better. Well, I mean, we live in the Midwest. You know, most people here don't really experience or experiment that much with other things they add to their food. Mm -hmm. We live in a land of people pouring cream of mushroom soup over everything. That is true. Though it helps make things like tater tot hot dish, which I do... I enjoy when made correctly. Andrea has the issue, I and mean, we we have talked about that previously. We as have, well. and I admit it. I'm sorry, listeners. I know I don't like it, and I acknowledge that. I know people like it. It's just not my favorite. The the thing is, you know, I like I had a conversation with some people a while back where it's just like like what you like, don't like what you don't mm-hmm. like, and there's no reason to like feel too much guilt right i'm not gonna harsh anybody's squee exactly and there's like there's like i don't like mushrooms in general yeah and i don't like i don't like pickles and yeah it you know there's there's a lot of people with very strong opinions about things like that and it's more of the fact that i don't have to add any of those things to my cooking and i you know if it, it's now on me uh, especially when i eat at like asian food places if i forget to ask for no mushrooms i end up picking through my dish like a child and i feel a little bad about it but it's like i don't want the mushrooms they're mushy and weird but oh yeah exactly you just kind of deal with it mm-hmm. we're not gonna complain no that's it, also the Minnesotan in us. So, okay. Oh, I just didn't want to try to cause <laughs> too much of that. There was a day. I think that is a memory right there. Yeah. We did a Minnesota voice. Yep. There was a day that I did. There was a day that I thoroughly had a complaint. And it was, so I went to, uh, I'm not going to mention it because it's a complaint. And that is one of our And policies. that's one of our things. 
Um, but I went to a place and I ordered a burger and I asked for no pickles and I was eating it as I was driving and I was on my way because I had gotten, I had this taken, is a memory. Yeah, this is a memory. So I'd taken, uh, I'd gotten tickets for my wife and I to go see the property brothers at, uh, either the state or Pantages theater. I can't remember which one it was cause they're across the street from each other. Um, but on the way there, I'm eating this burger and there are pickles that just keep coming out. I counted nine pickles and nine is excessive. That's an excessive amount of like, pickles. I ordered zero and on my receipt it said no pickles and I just kept picking off pickles and I got to a point I had to stop eating because I was so thoroughly upset that I'm just like in my car just like there's another pickle. There's another pickle and my wife's just like you need to just put it down. We'll deal with it later and like I think we ended up driving back to the place and I'm like look here's the thing I ordered this and this happened and there's you they, didn't say it like that though did you uh, I did not say it like that this is me editing myself for the podcast um but I was very upset and they basically didn't care and so I'm just not going to that place ever again mm-hmm. which is why I'm not mentioning who it is because maybe you like thank them. you and exactly there's again not harshing anybody's squee based on something that happened to me once I, um, I genuinely, I don't know. Um, you know, it, it, it still amazes me that we got to 50. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I like full disclosure listeners. I actually, this isn't the first podcast that I've actually launched. Mm-hmm. I launched a previous one called campaign comedy, which was a role-playing adventure podcast. Mm-hmm. We made it, I think eight episodes. These are podcasts are difficult to do because it requires a time commitment. Yeah. It requires several time commitments because, you know, we record these generally, uh, you know, two, three at a time. Um, So we we get them ready for the future and then they have to be edited a little bit. You know, we have to do uh, we do what we can during the conversation to keep it going. But there we also edit ourselves. Yeah. Um, But there will be some like dead spots or like I cut out sometimes when I make weird noises with my mouth or my body or I cough or you cough or I cough, you know, so little things like that need to be taken out. Uh, And so that adds another you know basically hour hour or you're gonna hear them anyway yeah Uh, but it kind of it it requires another time so you know we're 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 taking hours out of our week to make sure that this happens because we're passionate about it and we enjoy it um but it does it does require making sure that you make the time to make it happen but we also don't have it without without you exactly you know they're like we we could keep doing this all the time but without you listening then it would just be us sitting as narcissists yeah. like talking so into the really void. above all we want to thank you for being with us for 50 episodes and if you've just started joining us, then welcome, and I hope you're going to enjoy the next 50 and to all to come. So, share your thoughts. Fans at TravelByProxy.com, leave a comment on our Facebook page, or hit us up. On Instagram, anything like that. The Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarris, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixture.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we wish you a lovely window. Moving these stones and yours. Rearranging all the pieces that you find Now we're talking about Things and places, all the names And the faces of the people that you love